Welcome to the Prairie Producers Podcast. At Prairie Producers, we grow and process industrial hemp fiber into user-specified sizes, feeding American-grown hemp fiber back into the American supply chain. As the very first hemp fiber processor in the state of Minnesota, our goal is to provide hemp-related information and education. My name is Nicole Johnson. I am your host and business manager at Prairie Producers. In this week's episode, I will be giving you guys a recap of the 2020 virtual farm tour with the University of Minnesota Extension Women in Ag Network. I was able to participate in their first virtual farm tour um, this last week, so I thought it would be fun to give you guys a recap of what we talked about and the presentation that I gave to all the live listeners via the Facebook feed. So I'll start with a basic introduction. My name is Nicole Johnson, um, but most call me Nikki. I am the business manager and podcast director and your host here at Prairie Producers. Personally, I'm a wife and a mom of two girls. My husband and I are currently renovating a seven acre farm site to a very small scale hobby farm. We have 14 hogs, two cows, about 40 chickens and a massive garden. We also have three hunting dogs um, that keep us very busy. I grew up here in Olivia and my very first job was pollinating corn. I have a bachelor's degree in ag science through Oregon State University and have worked in a variety of different positions related to ag and business. So quite honestly, I I feel like I have finally, finally found my home here at Prairie Producers. And as you guys know, we are the very first large scale hemp fiber processor in the state of Minnesota. Our goal is to feed American grown hemp back into the American supply chain by working with local farmers that grow, tend, and harvest hemp to bring to us to process. So my goal for the virtual farm tour was to explain what hemp is, the process of growing it from licensing to harvesting, and what we are doing here at Prairie Producers. So I started with some basic knowledge of what industrial hemp actually is. I pulled up a Venn diagram and I explained to them that hemp is um, a variety of the cannabis, cannabis sativa L plant species that is grown specifically for industrial uses. Um, I compared it to marijuana because as some of our listeners actually asked, do we get a lot of pushback? Um, are people confused about what hemp is versus marijuana? And yes, you know, we, since we have been here, I think things are, you know, people are learning, people are understanding and asking questions and just getting to know the crop. Um, but as a whole, you know, people just don't don't understand the differences. So in my Venn diagram, I showed that both marijuana and hemp are a species of cannabis sativa L. And but the differences are for one, marijuana is illegal at a federal level. Industrial hemp is legal. Um, marijuana has high THC levels. Industrial hemp does not, so it it is regulated and it is to be maintained under 0.30%. And within state Minnesota and other states, it is tested. Um, And marijuana is obviously used for the psychoactive effects, whereas hemp has over 50,000 everyday uses, from animal bedding to ropes to clothing to shoes, um, hempcrete, bioplastics, all of those things. So... um, very, very um, different purposes that both plants have. To give you a little better of an idea, there are three um, purposes that industrial hemp are grown for, or three ways that they're, you know, the seed is bred for, and that's CBD, grain, and fiber. CBD is a pretty hot topic right now, as it should be, because 
CBD has many health benefits. You can take it as an oil, a topical, or many other forms. The grain is processed into food products. So that would be like hemp hearts or hemp seeds that you can eat on oatmeal, yogurt, or in smoothies. You can make a protein powder for protein drinks. Um, it can be processed into animal feed and many other things. And then fiber, of course, which is what we and our farmers are growing for, the, which will be eventually be turned into bioplastics, clothing, or other textiles. But before we can feed that supply chain, there are many steps we need to go through. So I explained to our listeners how we started here at Prairie Producers. We started with our te- own test plots. So behind our facility, we have two acres, and with that, within that two acres, we have 45 test plots. Each test plot is approximately 13 by 100 feet. Um, we purchased our seed from Sarah Seed out of Edina, Minnesota. They are a certified seed distributor who purchases the majority of their seed hemp seed from Canada and then um, a few elsewhere. We have five strands planted planted in our test plots. Four of them are a dual-purpose grain fiber variety, and one is a fiber-specific variety. We tested three different plant dates, so we started on May 5th and then went on to May 22nd, and also planted on June 3rd. We tested three different population tests, so we uh, experimented with the pounds per acre. We did 25, 35, and 45 and that ranged from 625,000 seeds per acre to just over 1.1 million seeds per acre. Before planting, we did put fertilizer on the ground. Um, We planted with a 13-foot grain drill, and then for the following couple of months, we just spent our time recording data. So we um, measured our plants, so we took height, we did stand counts, and then of course we recorded how each of our different tests were growing and at the rate that they were growing. So, for example, we found that the best plant date is May 22nd, and the population, the best population is about 1 million seeds per acre, so 40 pounds per acre. We also found that on average, the germination time takes about five days. The first 30 days of growth are pretty slow. The following 10 to 15 days are exponential, and the remaining 30 to 45 are continuing to grow pretty rapidly, but starting to reach their maximum height, and that's where we're at today. Um, So to give you a little more specific data there, um, the first 30 days, we noticed our plants had grown about 14 inches. The next 15 days, they doubled in height, so they were at 29 inches, and the next 30 to 45 days, they were about, about 70 to 74 inches. So it's it's interesting to see how you know how the how the plant grows so quickly and then it just continues to maintain its height from there. Um, our harvest day here, we've actually started doing some test cutting and at a very small scale, we just decided to use a hedge trimmer to cut 25 foot, 25 square foot plots just to start doing some experimenting with drying. We obviously know this is not ideal and is not any sort of a form for our farmers, but um, again, we're, we're here to experiment and to record the data, and um, that's what we're doing. We're learning how fast the hemp can dry, and that's, that's where we started. And that was um, between two and three weeks ago. And within the last week, we have had a farmer come out and use a sickle mower on our test plot, and then we have also had another farmer come out and use a disbine in our test plot as well. So we have some of our test plots are still standing and some are laying in the field drying, some are on pallets drying, again just for sole purposes of research so we can share that information that we learn with our farmers so they can have a successful crop as well. 
So onto our current farmers, we have seven growers with about um, 160 total acres. Most of our farmers are diversified, also growing corn, soybeans, sugar beets, peas, a variety of edible beans, and rye. We have one farmer who also raises cattle. We have another farmer who is uh, farming hemp for the first time since his grandpa did in the 40s for the U.S. War Department. He grew that, or that hemp that was grown was mainly used for rope. The age range of our farmers are 40s to 60s. Six of seven of our farmers are in Renville County, and their fields range from 20 to 27 acres. Um, one of the things that we had talked about again in the virtual farm tour, uh, one of our listeners asked, what does seed cost per acre? And that was one thing I, I didn't have notes on, but I was filled in and I was told that it's about $240 per acre. And then of course with the other inputs, um, fertilizer, seed, equipment costs, labor, harvesting, etc., we are projecting about a $200 per acre profit. So we're always available to talk to farmers or anybody who may be interested in learning more and of course growing industrial hemp, um, especially growing because the licensure process is time-based. So the application to grow in Minnesota opens up typically fall in the fall and then stays open until spring, so roughly October to March or April. So once you fill in the application, you send that into the MDA, you get your fingerprints taken and you do a background check. You pay your fees and then you are free to plant. So you can plant when it works best for you um, and fits into your crop rotation. After you're planting, after you're done planting, you will send in a planting slash harvest report and that goes directly to the MDA. The purpose of that is it gives them the location, the size, and then puts you on their schedule to do the THC test. So I, I mentioned a little bit about that in the beginning. Um, industrial hemp is not bred or raised to have high THC levels. However, it, it does happen, so it is required to be tested. Um, and then I mentioned that again as, as well within our test plots. We had ours tested, and with that, you do have to have your field harvested within 30 days of the test res or test date. So we will be harvesting here again, finishing our test plots within the next um, one to two weeks. So, sorry, back to our farmers. The planting average, um, or they were planting an average of seven and a half inch rows with about 14 seeds per foot. They used a variety of methods from tractor and drill to an air seeder. And one farmer actually broadcasted his hemp seed with fertilizer and then raked it into the field. They are also harvesting here within the next couple of weeks. Their plants are also about six to seven feet tall. Um, what happens after you harvest? So you cut the plant, um, you, the hemp down. Again, you can use a sickle mower, a disc vine, um, possibly a hay vine, but we haven't experimented with that. Um, after that, you let it lay in your field for about two weeks, two to three weeks, and you let it dry. We are experimenting with um, raking it, so we're turning it so it can dry quicker and get airflow throughout the field. Um, and then we, the farmers will have it baled at 12 to 15% moisture, and then the bales get brought into us to process. And to give you an idea of what the bales um, typically would weigh, it's about 1,000 pounds per bale, and our goal, or what we will be bringing in this year, is, or what we're expecting would be about 750 to 800 bales. We did have one listener ask, what is, what's your goal production? And our, what we can process here 
at a maximum capacity is 10,000 acres. So we have, we have room to grow. We have, you know, I explained in the um, virtual farm tour that many of the farmers went on a smaller scale this year due to crop insurance. Um, as a hemp grower for the first year, you do not qualify for federal crop insurance, but your second year you do. So our, you know, our average fields are about 20 to 27 acres. Next year they can grow as much or as little as they would like. The majority of them have come back to us and said, you know, we're like what we're seeing, we plan to grow again next year. So of course it's still early as we're still going throughout our harvest process here, um, but things are looking good and things are moving along pretty smoothly on both, both the processing and the test plots side of things that we're running and then out in the fields too that the farmers have grown. <clears throat> so to give you an idea of what happens when the farmers bring the bales to us, we will have um, a vertical mill. So the bale will be about a, or will be a four by three by eight foot bale. And you will put it on a conveyor. It will enter into a processing machine where it gets torn apart and then blown up via air to the top of the vertical mill. It will fall into the vertical mill, which spins and chops it. And as it falls out the bottom, it then gets blown up into an air separator where the heavy herd falls down and the lighter bast fiber blows up onto another conveyor and out the end. The herd will end up in a super sack for storage or on another conveyor for further processing. The bast fiber, also called fiber, will be conveyed or blown into a baler which will make small fiber bales that we will sell to another processor who will break it down further. And to explain what herd and bast fiber are, herd is the woody core that can be broken down into powder just as wood does. It's used in animal bedding, hempcrete, bioplastics, and it can be it can be broken down to many different sizes based on what our end customer needs. So for example, we can cut it down to an eighth of an inch up to um, an inch or whatever they're whatever they're looking for. We will have the correct or current processing equipment needed to make it to their user specified preferences. The bass fiber is the outer green material which breaks down into short fibers. So it's a little bit stringier, it's a little bit longer, um, but it's very strong. It's used in textiles and bioplastics. Um, and that's really where we actually have, we believe we have all of our bass fibers currently sold for the year. So as we continue to grow, we expect um, customers will just continue to look to use these products to incorporate into their plastics and to replace the plastics that are currently, or part of the plastics that are currently in, you know, the bottles or shopping bags or things like that. So at Prairie Producers, we will be selling both herd and bass fiber um, in the user-specified sizes. And that was kind of the overview of what I, of information that I gave to everyone listening um, I did explain why we're doing this. You know, we see the diversity that it adds to our crop rotation. It improves soil health. It reduces erosion. And it's the natu strongest natural fiber there is. On top of that, it's sustainable. And it's an excellent source of carbon sequestration. So we just learned that one acre of hemp is set to produce more oxygen than 25 acres of forest. And that's pretty cool because you can continue to grow it every year. So we're excited. We, you know, we, we love what our farmers are seeing. We love what we're seeing. We're excited that can, people are just continuing to become a little more educated and they are opening their eyes to see what, what kind of an impact this industry can truly have on the economy, on the environment, 
and just in within the farming industry as a whole. So as you guys know, our tagline is industrial hemp. It's not the future, it's today. So we believe that we're not waiting for the future to come to, to happen, I guess. We're making an impact today. We're, we're paving the way along with our farmers um, to grow an industry that can make, have a lasting impact. And it's exciting to be here in Minnesota because it's truly a, just a great place to do it and to grow it. And we're, we're learning that and we're planning to continue to expand and figure out what the best fiber variety here is in our local community and within our state. So um, last piece of information that I'd like to share is you guys are invited to join us at our field day, which is next Thursday here at our facility in Olivia, Minnesota. Um, it's from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And you guys are more than welcome to come into our fields. You can see exactly what I just explained to you in person. You can take pictures in the fields and just get to know us and maybe meet some of the local farmers so you can ask them questions and get to know them a little better as well. So I thank you for listening. Um, next week we will be doing a recap of our, of our field day. So if you aren't local to us, I will hop back on and we'll hopefully share some stories from our farmers and maybe get a recap of what everyone learned while they're here and um, go from there. So if you do have any questions that you'd like us to cover, definitely reach out and we can um, add those to our next podcast or if you have anyone that you would like to be interviewed or maybe get in front of the fields and be part of the I guess the everlasting and the continuously growing industry send them our way thank you thank you for listening to the prairie producers podcast you can find us on our website at prairieproco.com on facebook instagram linkedin and youtube you can also contact us directly at nicole at prairieproco.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we hope you continue to follow us on this journey of reconnecting hemp fiber and agriculture.